Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Are you suffering from pandemic stress? Riots and insurrection have you worried about your safety? Well, get to Premier Firearms where they can make you safe. Premier Firearms has locations in Orlando on West Colonial Drive, in Titusville on US-1, and in Mineola in the Family Jewelry and Pawn. Premier Firearms has AR pistols and rifles starting as low as $5.99. Premier Firearms is a family-owned business that can take care of all your firearm and ammunition needs. Check them out today on Facebook and Instagram at Premier Firearms. That's Premier Firearms. And coming soon to Tavares. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the... So are you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. That's Swag.com studios. That's the MagSwag. That's the MagSwag.com studios. MagSwag.com studios, right here, right here with you. You know, I'm sitting here listening to the interview. You know, I'm sitting here listening to the intro, and I'm thinking, oh, wait, that's me. I need to start talking. That's start, I need to start talking. It just almost slipped past me. Yeah, I'm used to listening to some of the shows. Don't mess and, you know, up. And, uh, you, Don't yeah, mess up. I, I told you this story before. One time I was going down the road listening to a Mark Walter show, and, 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 uh, and they introduced me, and I realized it was a repeat, and uh, I started freaking out right there in the car, so it was it was pretty 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 intense. <laughs> um, hey, we promised to bring you all things. Let me go on all the gun time. Let me go around the room real quick. Introduce you to my fellow compatriots. Uh, joining me via the uh, via the landline, via the well being it's half landline, half cell phone, I guess. Um, uh, please, uh, on my right, the right hand man, the great 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 great. You're a lot of greats. Grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. <laughs> Uh, good recovery. You just lost count, did you? I did. Totally lost count. Totally lost count. Just, so I just kept calling you extra, extra great. Extra, this week you're extra great. Um, how was? Yeah, I uh, wish I was extra great. How how was your uh, how how was your holiday, sir? Uh, I know that's a it's a loaded question, but how was your holiday going? <laughs> well, it was going very good until about two o'clock this morning. And um, I don't know. Uh, I think if I don't know if I partook in too much fun and frivolity or just ate something bad you uh you, i am severely under the weather right now i i know what you got you you got um we used to make used to tell the joke you uh you had some christmas ham but the one you got you got the damn ham is what you got you got you got <laughs> <laughs> you got the damn past the damn ham you got the damn ham and uh and you uh you got it coming out to uh, both ends at this point is, is uh is the report i got back anyway yeah yeah, it's a coin flip each time. You know, say, all right, heads or tails, 
Heads or tails. If um, if you do uh, have to, uh, you know, depart while we're doing uh, this portion of the show, feel free to take us in the bathroom. We're you know we're interactive here. You know we want to uh, <laughs> we want to be with you. We want to uh, we want to help you in any way and, and provide you with uh, with, with, with support. You know, and so that's just that's just uh, how we're, we're we're those kind of guys. We're those kind yeah, of guys. Uh-huh. Hey, uh huh. Hey, let me let me go around the ro- let me go around the room a little bit, uh, um, a little bit further. And uh, I want to. I got I got It's a festivist miracle, is what I'm calling it. Uh, um, uh, let me go around the room. On my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, uh, maximum effort attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Lo and behold, sitting in front of me, it's uh, Kevin. I, I, I guess it's because it's the holidays that they actually let you off of work for a day. No, I I was doing something this morning. <laughs> so it's only half a day work on the day after Christmas, and, and I was working from four thirty yesterday until about eight. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I figured you would. Uh, um, the um, Earl and I've been telling everybody uh, um, because we get you know we get the calls, we get the, we get the questions. Uh, Come on, where's Kevin? Where's Kevin? Where's Kevin? I'm like, listen, um, and you tell me tell me where I'm wrong, and feel free to to, to jump in and take the story. When you, you took on a, a new contract, and we talked about this, where you see a lot of the attorneys on TV doing the uh, listen, they 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 protect the driver who's in the accident with the commercial motor vehicles you you got the other side i you, represent as a as a of counsel right uh, basically a hired contractor right which is something i had a lot of experience with in my past life <laughs> right. a hired contractor to represent the trucking company itself okay in overseeing the defense attorneys hired by the insurance carriers okay and while many of them are very competent attorneys, <laughs> not sometimes, not so much. They don't know how to swing a bag of doorknobs, is what you're saying. You know, they they, they are never <laughs> accused of being the blunt end of the bat. <laughs> Let me put it that way. <laughs> they're 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 good people. They're just uh, they're not used to that. I, I had I had one quit right because he admitted to the court he had committed malpractice. Oh, okay. The, the second set quit when I told them we were going to do the deposition on COVID. I'm going to be in the room. With I'm going to be in the room with the witness. I'm going to be in the room with the witness, and I don't care if it costs everyone in the room their lives, right. including myself. We're going to defend the client, and if you don't want to do this, then you need to tell me because I'm going to come there and take your scalp. <laughs> and they quit the next day. Well, people are so soft. And people they told like, the judge, and the judge went, "Mr. Maxwell, do you have your hatchet?" And I said, <laughs> "No, Your Honor, it's a tomahawk." <laughs> And he went, okay, that'll do. That case settled, by the way. That case I settled. Why. Yeah, that case settled for why. a lot less than they were asking. I wonder why. Um, and as we've told folks, Earl and I have told them that um, um, when you signed this contract, they said, okay, it's here to this level of work. And then it turned into this level of work. Yeah, and, and, and now I'm getting a lot of the, why can't you just close your firm and work for us all the time? Yeah. And I said, why can't you b- buy a printer that will run money? Because <laughs> yeah. that's what it's going to take. <laughs> you want this and, kind and of And I have another little project that I've been working on. Go, yes, tell um, us. Uh, oh. We've got uh, we got time this segment. You take it next. We'll do, we'll do I, both. Yeah. I have started a company called Rare Breed Triggers. Yep. It is a patented fast reset trigger that measures the dwell time between sa- shots in millionths of a second. And I think those are called micklicks of a second. Mick, they're, they're <laughs> actually, actually, I would call them that, but I haven't. I've, Jerry and I are still negotiating. Um, um, 
Uh-huh. When, when he goes, damn, that's fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yep, that's all I need you to say, Jerry. Just, just say, damn, that's fast. But uh, he's like, well, that's going to cost you. Uh, how much? I, I, I want to talk about that um, uh, for, for sure. Um, it's a listen. I, I've met. Uh, I know uh, Lawrence, the other the other half. You know, the, the, from Rare Breed, um, and uh, my contracted president. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, he's not cheap either. <laughs> yeah, you know when he started making all of the uh, uh, incredible design, uh, you know, work for uh, himself, then inevitably Spike's Tacticals, where it uh, where his product. Um, uh, yeah, you you go right to Rare Breed and buy incredible work, or you can get some of his work at Spike's Tactical. Right, uh, um, it's um, it's great. Now this trigger, I want to talk to you about because I don't, I, don't, I want to. Uh, we'll get to it in the in the next segment because I want to talk about some legal stuff that you've been doing there at the uh, <laughs> at, at the Rare Breed. Um, let me let me let me say this. Uncola left. And um, and 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 Earl, I I know you. Uh, I don't want to keep you. Uh, Away from facilities for for much longer. Uh, um, <laughs> how about uh, how about we bring you back? Uh, maybe you want to you come in back at the bottom of the hour, top of next hour, whatever works for you. Sure. That we can we can, uh, we, can we can yeah yeah whichever one whichever one's available. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Kev, I, I guess well, that was funny. I, Kevin I thought that was funny. I want to be around. To, you know, I want to be around to talk. Uh, hear you talk about the Kevin's trigger and the legalities of it. Stick around. Yeah, stay, yeah, stay with us for next segment. Because he's about the yeah. one that he might have acquired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there we go. Uh, so we're going to do that. This is the, in the meantime. Go to it's rarebreedtriggers.com. Triggers.com. Go to rarebreedtriggers.com. Rarebreedtriggers.com. Take a look at it. There is a. I, I think it's a 10, 12 minute video. You won't be able to watch it all during the break, but go there and take a look at the webpage real quick. Meet us back here. Uh, three minutes. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you from the Magswag.com studios. We'll see you after the break. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So, in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at KeltecWeapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. 
Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. One minute. Others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening yeah, to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to Arms Room Radio. Here we go. Find out how. And now, live from the MagSwag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. So are you... Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. Uh, hey, we still, we still, Earl, you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. All right, we still got Earl. <laughs> Earl, is, uh, Earl had to had some of the, the the damn Christmas ham, the Christmas damn ham, and uh, it's a. Uh, why it's, you it's, should only eat kosher. <laughs> it's, 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 it's best that Earl stay close to the facilities. He's got his phone with him, so we're okay. So we've, we've got him with us another segment. Yeah. Um, we've got Kevin back in the studio with us. Uh, again, a Festivus Miracle. One, wonderful. Thank you, Kevin, uh, uh, you know, for, for bailing me out, bailing uh, Earl out and, uh, and being here with us. And I know well, it was that or send Earl a tampon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they call them the, the uh, man ponds, right? Man ponds. The man ponds, yeah. Uh, so yeah, what do you wear I, when you go into combat and you got the runs. A man pond. I mean, yeah, I don't listen. I mean, I just you know, sometimes you just. Well, yeah, I don't to go there. We're just we're just going to stop that there. I'm not going to go any further because you and I have personal experiences that will <laughs> yeah, turn people away from us. Why do you why do you tie a, a band around your leg just below the knee? So I do not fill my boots with shite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, my boots are important. I got I got new pants. Yeah. Yeah. Which once the boots are broken in, that's you know you don't want you want to save them. Yeah. Uh, before we went to the break, we were talking about the rare breed triggers, rare yeah. breed triggers, and it's a. Um, it looks like 
from from the outside, folks, if you know what a uh, like a Geisley drop-in trigger, it's 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 a, it's it, a. It looks like a drop-in trigger. Yeah, it's, it, it's you know why? Because it's a drop-in trigger. Because it's a drop-in. I mean, it's it, a drop-in semi-automatic trigger. Drop-in hey. semi. But it you know so it's 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 in the, it's not like when you uh when you get a a trigger where you've got to install the pieces, make a little adjustment, you got to put it all in separately uh, when you buy one of the uh, the upgraded triggers. It looks like like a Geisley single single piece drop-in trigger. Yours. Stop saying the name of my competitor. Well, the the well, yeah, but theirs doesn't do anything like yours does. Theirs gives a smooth. Does exactly like theirs does, except that theirs isn't as fast as mine. Right, theirs gives a smooth single shot. Yours gives so a smooth, mine. quick single no, shot. Mine gives a smooth single shot. Faster. It resets faster. Tell than us any about other. that. Tell right. us how it, how it resets. The way in which the trigger functions is with the same operations of any other firearm. Semi-automatic firearm. Every semi-automatic firearm has a, a sequence. My firearm sequence for the rear breed trigger is very much like any other trigger function. The, the You fire, the bolt unlocks, it retracts, it extracts, it ejects, it cocks the right. hammer. Right. When it cocks the hammer, something different happens with a rear breed trigger. As the hammer descends into the cock position, the geometry of the hammer co- forces the trigger into the reset position. Okay. So it forces your finger forward. Okay. At that same time, there is a locking bar at the back of the trigger assembly that swings into place because it is forced by the bolt into place and blocks the trigger from being pulled until the trigger returns drags another cartridge off the case, uh, off the magazine, and locks it into the chamber. Once the hammer is locked into, pl- or the rather the bolt is locked into place, then the bolt carrier is out of the way of the locking bar, and the locking bar releases the trigger. Once the locking bar releases the trigger, you can then pull the trigger again. Now, it took me longer to explain that than it would have taken you to fire two two mags worth of yeah. ammunition and an AR-15 with the rear breed trigger, because the dwell time for you to have the trigger reset between shots is the speed at which the bolt can return to battery. So what this does, let me make sure I get it right and correct me where I'm wrong here. Um, it, it's not like a, and I'm going to use some 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 other former competitor names uh, so we can tell the difference. The binary trigger was one where Pulled the trigger, it shot, released it, it shot again. That's not how yours works. No. Okay. Yours, if I understand it, has taking the taken the dwell time and reset time and just taken them down to almost nothing. It still mechanically does the same thing as the long pull on an old grandpa's shotgun. It, it, Correct. It, it, yours is just taking... You know the the reset time and the dwell time and taking them down to nothing. So I I still have to pull my finger. Release my finger and pull my finger to get another shot. If you don't let the trigger come forward, right, when the mechanical reset pushes your finger forward, and you and you put a, a an iron grip on it, right, you will cause the gun to jam. Okay, because what'll happen is the the locking bar will hang up on the bolt, and the bolt won't come forward. Okay, and so you'll end up with a failure to feed. Okay, so you'll basically induce a malfunction if you try to hold the trigger back. Like you would on a machine gun. Okay. It's not like an auto sear right. where you pull the trigger, the bolt returns to the rear, 
it extracts, ejects, it grabs another cartridge, it pulls forward, and when it passes the bolt, it trips the sear, and that allows the trigger to fire. The firearm by releasing the hammer. Right. You didn't do anything. Yeah. Your finger's in the same place. Correct. My trigger doesn't work like that. Right. It must be reset. Okay. It mechanically resets itself, and then you pull it again. The issue that uh, everybody seems to be having is, well, you can... You, that happens so fast. It, it does. It's still... But it, it, yeah. You're still pulling the trigger. Right, right. And the trigger isn't running into your finger to fire itself again like... Like a bump stock or something. Like a bump stock yeah. or the Atkins accelerator. Yeah. And it's not a two-part trigger where part of it's mechanical and part of it's electrical. Right. Uh, this is a forced reset trigger, the FRT. Right. You have... Uh, it's with, patented. Yeah, with, with all of your vast law atf knowledge you've 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 brought uh uh former atf and uh, uh you know bosses in to look at this uh, tech people yep. and they've all said this meets this Sh- meets this sh- meets the law showed them the animation yep. showed them the patent let them fire the trigger right. and they went you beat the book <laughs> now atf we know likes to change the book well, they like to try to interpret what the definition of is is. Exactly right. Okay. When we first heard from them about machine guns, it was um, the, the the pull of a trigger finger. Or excuse me, one pull of the trigger. And then they... That's, that's what the definition that's the under definition. the National Firearms right. Act. But then the they reinterpreted with the trigger like, finger decision. They, they tried. Yeah. And what they were saying is because you pulled your the trigger once right. and then the trigger moved away from you and then ran back into your finger... You were still only pulling the trigger once. Well, that is a very interesting outlook for it, but they ruled on it, and they lost it. Those individual companies lost that fight. In this particular case, there are other resettable triggers that have been approved by the ATF that use a different mechanical function than ours does, and they don't work quite as reliably, but ours works... From all I can tell, 100% reliably. Right. I've had somebody who's really great at breaking stuff, <clears throat> and he can't break it. Yeah. Um, now, I can't tell you whether it works in a piston gun, um, and I can't tell you whether it works in a gun that uses uh, a hydraulic buffer. Okay. I haven't, I haven't done those tests yet. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, I, I just put one into a piston gun, but I didn't get to fire it yet, and uh, I'm going to try that in a SIG piston gun. And I've got a hydraulic buffer. And, and the issue with the hydraulic buffer is the harder you push on it, the slower it moves. Correct. Yeah. Um, and in that theory, you may be able to slow down the cyclical rate. Right. Um, to, to I don't even know how slow it'll go. Right. Um, with that particular aspect, but it may not function at all. But the heavy buffer, a, a, a T2 or an H2. Right. I'm running H3s, and it runs perfectly. Uh, the H3 buffer uh, works brilliantly, and, and, and I run a, a lightened bolt carrier group, but I've seen people run titanium bolt carrier groups, right. and they're running H3 buffers, and they run fine in, in those as well. We've got, uh, there's only about a minute left. So I don't want to get too long because we've got a caller coming in the next Kevin? segment. Yes? What, what about pistol caliber carbines? Uh uh, the drawings are finished. Okay. <laughs> you cannot run oh, okay. this particular FRT 
in a pistol caliber carbine because of the the because of the hammer configuration and gotcha. and that's the hardest okay. part of okay. this of this production is that the hammer has to be extraordinarily precise it has to be very hard it's very difficult to mill something and then have it heat treated and not have it change its dimensional aspects and so all those parts are wiry dimmed in their Ooh, nice. finished rockwell hardness okay <clears throat> The pistol calibers will take a, take a slightly different configuration firing face. Right. And so we will have to wire deed them in two different dimensions. Gotcha. Give us the website we got that. Rarebreedtriggers.com. 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 Stick around. We got more coming back. Kevin will be with us. Earl may or may not be back with us. We're going to leave it up to Earl. Earl, it's up to you. It's not always up to Earl. <laughs> Uh, hey, stick around. <laughs> we'll be back after the break. It's coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Good luck to you, Earl. Me, I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. <laughs> right until I met up with the guys. I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit... All right, check, check. I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. Now, what I'm going to try to do, because the studio, we can, because I have Mark on the line, I'm going to try to open up another line to see if I can get all three of you uh, on at the same time. So give me two seconds. I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the Quitter in You at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. The little... Hey, Mike. Yes, sir. Huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. You have the capabilities of having like Colin Earl on your cell phone and hooking him up on your setup over there. I can't um, not hear without with the new iPhones. Um, um, if we have to drop we can Earl, only, I, I try to get a third line, but I can only do the two. That's right. If we have to drop Earl, go ahead, drop Earl, and we'll bring him back. I'll let go. I'll call back. Something doesn't seem quite right. Perfect. Thank you, Earl. Thank you. Appreciate you, brother. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't uh, anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen. To what intro should I use for Mark? What do you think? 
Um, to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post. One minute. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. So you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios, the magswag.com studios. Let me uh, let me jump right to the phones. I think we had to let Earl go so we could take another caller in. Uh, Kevin's still sitting in here with me, uh, which is which is wonderful, by the way. Uh, but uh, let's go to the line. Uh, on the phone with us, we have the we have the host of uh, Armed American Radio. Uh, please welcome back to the program, uh, Mr. Mark Walters. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Kevin, good to talk to you again, brother. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Doing good. My, I have a question for you, if that's okay. Uh, okay, we're playing Stump the Lawyer. Okay. <laughs> there we go. First first show back, we're going Stump the Lawyer, third round. Here we go. He loves this game. <laughs> no, I, I'm actually not trying to stump the lawyer, but I, I get asked this question a lot. And because you're in-house today, I wanted to ask you. I get a lot of fans that ask me this question by email and, and text message sometimes, and I see them jump in the forums that I'm on from day to day. But, you know, because it's the holidays and – you know, people were buying a lot of guns for folks. There was a case out in Colorado back, I believe, in 2019, where they, he, the, the, whoever it was, the purchaser, was charged for lying on the 4473 because he purchased the firearms and his, I guess, intent was to resell them to someone else. And it was eventually found that that was not considered a straw purchase. And I bought a gun for someone as a gift. And I sold a gun just a few days ago from my own personal collection to someone who is going to give it as a gift. And all of these transactions are legitimate. I know all of the people involved. None of them are felons. All of them are, none of them are prohibited persons. I mean, at this time of year, we see a lot of that. That's legal to do, is it not? It is. You can purchase a firearm to give as a gift. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Because the question is, are you the actual purchaser? Not, are you purchasing it with somebody else's money in your name because they don't qualify? That's the difference. A straw man purchase is when you buy for someone who isn't allowed for some reason to buy for themselves. But if you buy it for them because you're going to give it to them as a gift, that is not a straw man purchase. Uh, unless you knew they were like a felon. Well, that would make them unqualified to buy it for right. themselves anyway. Correct. You can't gift yeah. a gun to a felon. Right. That doesn't get them to not be a felon anymore. Right. right. It just right. makes you uh, uh, an accessory before the fact. Right. 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 Which you catch the same charge they do. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So congratulations. Okay. Um, so like, like Mark said. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I, I see that, and I want people to know that it is okay. Because Another question I get all the time, Kevin, is if I buy a gun from you and it's registered to you, what do I need to do? Is it okay for me? What do I have to do to register the gun? To my, you know, my response to that is, you live in a free state. There is no such thing as registration. Yeah, I was going to say, live I, in New York. when, when people ask me that, right? it's okay to make sure that people understand that. Yeah, people ask me all that. Well, how do I get it registered? When you live in Florida, you, it, uh, I don't know how you get it registered. Well, you don't? No, there's no red gun registration in Florida. I don't know how you get it registered. 
I guess you can you can go down and let it get its own hotel room. I don't know. <laughs> it's just make a reservation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, by well, you know that wouldn't be hard to do if I read all the crap from every town for gun safety because from reading all their stuff, that gun is certainly capable of getting up and walking down the street and registering at a hotel by itself. So Actually, I think what is happening is you know that left sock that you see in the gutter that somehow disappeared from your dryer? Yeah. I think it's the left sock yeah. that's walking off with the gun. Because guns can't walk, but we know socks can. And socks are great places to keep guns. guns that's can, why they make gun, gun socks. socks. Exactly right, yeah. I think you got a point there. <laughs> but see, that's well, what happens hey, when know, a sock loses see, its I gun. I didn't to stump the lawyer. I just wanted people to understand that. <laughs> particularly at this time of year when there's a lot of gifting going on, that it is okay to do. The guns are legal commodities. That we're, oh, It's okay to purchase a gift, and a, a, a firearm for, for a gift for someone close to you or someone that you know. That's okay in America, and I just want people to understand that. Now, don't go too far, though. Don't five of your buddies all go out and buy a, a, an AR-15, and then you have a secret Santa where you give each other the AR you didn't buy. <laughs> so that you can tell somebody later that comes to your house, we're in an alphabet. Like, what did you do with it? I gave it away as a gift. To who? I'm not sure it was a secret Santa. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, yeah. Although, now that I say that out loud, I'm brilliant. It's <laughs> a great idea. You should do that. Yeah. A secret Santa. Yeah. Hey, if you don't mind, let me ask you another question. This is about the brace. I don't. You guys have probably been talking about the ATF withdrawal and so forth. And if, if you were and it was redundant, and I, I didn't hear it, I apologize. But I've also had a number of questions about that as well, too. Kevin, in your estimation, why did the ATF withdraw their attack on the brace, which clearly, as far as I'm concerned, and I've talked about on my own program, was intended for Lombardo to wag her tail at the Biden, which she thinks might be the Biden incoming administration, saying, pick me, pick me, I'm as anti-gun as you, but all of a sudden the ATF pulled out. Why is that? Well, there are a lot of technical reasons. I think part of them are that they got a lot of pushback from uh, from our legislators that said you cannot leave the public without an understanding of what is and isn't legal and your inability to make a decision and maintain it is embarrassing us as a nation. The other reason is that, did you ever watch Saturday Night Live and see Rosanna, Rosanna Denner? <laughs> when she would say something and it turns oh, out yeah. she didn't know what I, she was I, talking I'm about? Old enough. Yes, I yeah, remember. Well, that was kind of what yeah. happened here. She tried something and then realized that what they were talking about, they didn't know, and they just went, "Never mind." <laughs> yeah, that's 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 exactly what what, what they're going to. You know, some legislators we, we saw, and what we heard we were talking was uh, legislators little 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 nudge from the president going, "Yeah, yeah, go over there, have a conversation with them." Uh, it might be twenty eight days until inauguration, but uh, my name's still on the desk. You know, I just don't think that they. Yeah, well, it was. Go ahead, Kevin. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't think they realized the can of worms they were about to open. If you decide to make that an item that has to be registered under the National Firearms Act, how can you possibly seek to enforce it? You've got to hope everybody agrees. What if half the people that have them go, no, come take it? Oh, that's, well, that's not a good I plan. I my listeners the same thing, the exact same thing. I am not going to march it in. I own two of them. I bought them legally. I'm not going to give them to you. I'm not going to throw them off of my boat. I'm not going to tell you I can't find them. I have them. They're mine. I own them. I'm not walking them down 
to a law enforcement officer and saying, here, take my crap because some idiot bureaucrat decided to somehow, can't, who, who can't even make law. We need to understand that they're not making law, that these are regulations that somehow make me a felon without any legislative branch whatsoever involved. I'm not, I'm, I'm not interested in complying with that, and I never will. So, yeah, come and take it, and enough people do that, and enough people would have. See, I don't believe they ever and really don't. I think it and I really don't. I think it just makes them feel good so they can say they did something. We saw that in Connecticut with registration after Sandy Hook. Uh, we could go on down the list, but those are great examples of that. What, what are your thoughts? I think that's exactly what happened. They, they, they didn't expect to criminally enforce it. What they would do is they would selectively pick individuals that they thought were a little too vocal, they would go in, they would, they would do things to those individuals, such as seize all their firearms subject to a civil forfeiture hearing, and then not let them really be heard, and basically just take all their firearms away from them, cost them tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in legal fees, and break them financially in the hopes that that would set an example that would make everyone else just throw their things down and go, well, I don't want to go through that. There's a consequence to that behavior, though. And I think the ATF began to realize that the consequence of that behavior may be something that they're not prepared to have to deal with, which is the, the anger and ire of the populace of the United States. Very true, very true. Which I, is angrier today oh yeah. than it was when Obama tried the M855-223 grab, etc. The population today is far angrier and I think more willing to act than ever before. And I'm, I'm hopeful that the government understands that and fears a po- you know, potential retribution from the population because that's how the Constitution should have, is designed to be interpreted, is it not? It is exactly how it's supposed to be interpreted. The Second Amendment is not about hunting rights. It's about taking up arms to resist the tyranny of your own government. That's what it was designed to do. It is the last and best hope for free people. Mark, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today. It's it's always great to have you on the program. Oh, anytime. Uh, and the the interaction with Kevin is always a uh, is always special. Also, so I, I love to I love to hear his uh, his answers to your listeners. I don't questions know why I didn't go get a license. Just go sit for the bar exam in Louisiana and go get your license. Yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, do it. Do it. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. I'll hold your pencils. I'll hold your pencils. What do I need to do? Hey, I'm game for that. Go take <laughs> go take the bar exam somewhere. Yeah. Uh, hey, you're listening to uh, Arms, Arms, Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Thanks to guest, Mr. Mark Walters from Armed America Radio. Check him out also. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. 
Keltech. See more at KeltechWeapons.com. Absolutely. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the MagSwag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. So you... Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the, I, oh, I almost said, almost it. said it, oh, I almost said it, almost said it, from the magswag.com studios, the magswag.com studios. Listen, it's a, uh, we are sixth year into this now, and that's the, uh, only the third major sponsor we've had. You know, we keep sponsors for two, three years at a time, and we just go through, and it's hard, it's hard to break that sometime. Uh, Kevin can tell you, I've, I've got it written down everywhere in the studio, <laughs> you know, it's a, and, and sometimes if I'm not looking I- at that spot, I make that mistake. I had this habit of answering the phone, Greybound Service Mortuary, for a long time after <laughs> I stopped being a funeral director. Yeah, but but sometimes now you do it for fun. Well, do I do? <laughs> I do. Um, that's a that's another story. Oh, it is. Way. We've it had that. We we think we've told that story on here before. Um, listen, hey, you get a lot of careers when you're 100 and you know 59, 59 years old. So uh, it's it, it just I happens. got a new ring. Let's take a look at the new it's ring. It's made out of a half dollar. Oh, I like that. From the year of my year birth. Your birth, 1861. Yeah. Very cool. That is very cool. Do you know how hard that was to find? Um, I mean, without your glasses or? Oh, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's, it's funny. I got jokes. It's funny. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you got your cataracts fixed already, smart yeah. guy. <laughs> it was one, and it's a yeah. dog eye. Yeah, so. that's uh, I don't. Where, I mean, where do you, where, where do you find something like that? Uh, That's a custom maker. I, I, I found that in uh, in a little flea market in Jacksonville, Florida. Very nice, very nice. You know, it, it, it reminds me of a story. I have a, I have a one of my former bosses. I'm not going to throw his name out there, but you know how you run across some people and you're like, wow, that guy knows everything. Like the absolute. Not only did he have the history of the world, 
But if he sat long enough, he could probably predict all of the future. He was one of those guys that just got everything. And when you said something to him, uh, he would ask you a question, and you would you would go, uh, you would give him like the first sentence, and he would go, "Okay, I got it." And you, you'd have to go any further. He was there. His brain got there before everybody else's got there, and he was there. And he was one of three people that I've known like that in my life that were just absolute, you know, uh, brilliant genius off the chart that, kind of stuff. That is a symptom of. Uh attention deficit disorder and that you're thinking so far ahead yeah. that you've already figured out the answer to the question before they finish the question. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so it sounds like you're really smart. You're not really that smart. You're just brain is running in hyperdrive. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> and I just got there before you did exactly. because I was running before you knew we were, it, yeah, but said, you knew to run. The I brain was running. Yes, but I didn't say go. Most people's brain don't run. They're sitting there going, what was that starter pistol noise? Yes. You know, that's did somebody know. just fire. Yeah. Uh, the uh, yeah, he's already finished. While other people are, you know, t- diving for cover, you know, it's a different kind of smarts, I guess. But he was up. Uh, he lives in the Tallahassee area, uh, Tallahassee, Florida, Northern Florida. And uh, him and his wife like to go the the antiquing and through the old shops and everything like that along the uh, Florida, Georgia, Alabama border. Uh, you know, because they're all just because there's still some antiques there. Oh, amazing, amazing stuff. It's not and, all from IKEA. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was going through there one day, and he was talking to a shop owner, and he said. He told him. He said, "Listen, you've got you've got some amazing stuff here. This is this is really great. Just looking at the history of things." Uh, he said, "You have some amazing stuff here," um, and he said, um, "And the shop owner goes, well, we had more back before the fire.'" And 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 my old boss went, "Wow, I mean, the the place looks great. When when was the fire?" Oh, when Sherman marched through. Bad <laughs> <laughs> bastard. Yeah, and my boss was like, "I, I he's, he's like I stood there." I hadn't been got in years, yeah. you know, and this guy just got me. Yeah. Yeah. So War of Northern Aggression. <laughs> yeah, uh, craziness. I'm uh, not bitter, but I got a memory. <laughs> I got a memory. Let's, uh, let's you know, speaking of uh, a War of Northern Aggression and, uh, and, and got a memory, um, there's, a, there's a Georgia gun store owner, and he was just recently elected to Congress. I like this guy's story. This is one of those stories that makes me think, oh, yeah, yeah, listen, if I could uh, get somebody to really go back through and scrub some old records, I could run for Congress, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why my closet's called the bone room. <laughs> uh, Georgia gun store owner elected to Congress takes aim at IRS and firearms law. Re- Republican uh, Andrew Clyde wants to eliminate... That's a good way to get yourself assassinated, by the way. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I guess you know, getting it into paper so people know you're real, so that you know, yeah, you don't disappear before they know who you are. That's right. Uh, Republican Andrew Clyde wants to eliminate the Brady background checks on firearm purchases, uh, amongst other things. He's a, a Georgia representative elect. Now, this is the U.S. Congress uh, arrived in the nation's capital with the unique distinction of already having a federal law named after him <laughs> before he, he even got there as an elected official. Uh, the gun store gained prominence for fighting back when the IRS suddenly seized nearly $1 million from his bank account in 2013. Not only did Clyde win his civil asset forfeiture case against the IRS, but he got Congress to pass a law last year so the IRS could never do it again. That entire ordeal really showed me that one person who is persistent and tenacious and just doesn't give up can actually make a difference, Clyde 57 said in an interview. He's a Navy combat vet and a gun rights advocate. He never intended to run for Congress, but his experience showed him there's a thin line between we the people running the government and the people and the government running the people. Uh, in the nice in the ninth district of Georgia, 
He beat eight Republicans, including seasoned politicians, in the primary to secede Republican Representative Doug Collins, who ran unsuccessfully for the Senate. Well, we know what's going on there. Uh, Clyde, a political novice, won in the red northeast Georgia district because his story of standing up to the government overreach struck a chord. It was this battle with the IRS that resonated with people in the district, and they saw me as a fighter, and I am, said Clyde, who lives in Athens, Georgia. I'm a fighter, and our campaign was fight and win. I, I mean... For, you know, he's also this president, uh, you know, pro President Trump, pro life, pro border wall conservative. You know who who wants to dismantle the IRS and limit the power of federal government. Well, that's what the basic Republican was until the party has morphed over the past, you know, ten or twenty years into what it has become today. But um, this is this is that story of uh, Democrat light. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is that story of uh, of you listen if you if you push too hard. There's a couple of ways you're going to get uh, you're going to get to you know blowback. Uh, one is you know we roll a guillotine up to Capitol steps. Uh, um, uh, two or three is um, it's efficient. Oh, listen, Kevin, I'm with you. Listen, the, the French were were good at that. Yeah, you know they may drop their rifles every occasionally, but they got the guillotine thing worked out. It um, uh, like it it happened in Georgia. I know there's plans uh, to maybe to wheel a couple up to D.C. in, in the coming weeks. Um, you could you could, we could have all the Second Amendment. You know, open carry. Uh, uh, you know, talk conversations about taking our firearms to the Capitol. Nothing tells a politician more than we are dissatisfied with you and willing to do something about it than a guillotine. You know? Well, what we really need to do is we do not need to follow the French model. You know, when this happens again, and it is going to happen yeah. again, yeah, yeah, we need to do exactly what we did the last time it happened, and we need to forgive them. Give them their pensions. Exactly right. Explain to them that they are done in politics. Not even an HOA can you hold office. You can't run for anything. And yeah. if you do, yeah. the, consequen- catcher, the consequences to you will be severe. You end the district you represented in before. Yeah. You, you know, there's there's got to be some penalties. But yeah, 100% agree with you. you know, listen, um, I know this. Let's see. Our country is, what, 244 years old right now. Um, but... Um, and the, the average republic lasts two hundred years. I would be willing to say that uh, we are we are actually closer to uh, one hundred and thirty six, one hundred and thirty five years old since the reset. Since we what did, you just mentioned, we, yeah. we did have a reset. Yep, yeah. um, uh, about eighteen sixty five. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> if, you know, if I remember my fourth birthday. <laughs> so that's 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 where we are. And Kevin and I, hundred percent agreeance on this that it's uh, it's coming. We heard Mark Walter say it in, in the last segment or segment before something's coming. It's just a matter of, um, will it be the threat of bloodshed? Will it be bloodshed? Will it be the complete removal? This is going to happen. We, we, we are so diametrically opposed at the 50, 50 level that at some point something's going to happen and it's going to happen sooner rather than later, especially when you're bringing in a guy now who's telling you, by the way, I am going to redistribute or me, redistribute what you have. The redistribu- redistribution of wealth is coming. See, I don't think people understand the way he's going to fund that. He's going to fund it by taking everyone's 401k in retirement. Yep. He's going to seize yeah. it as a national asset. Yeah. And then you want to see people that didn't think that they needed to say anything about anything? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm retired. I'm, I, don't, I don't care about the politics. Yeah, they just took your retirement and your 401k. Yeah. And you have absolutely nothing. Here's your Medicare and your yeah. food stamps card. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, That's going to change a lot of rich retired people's attitudes. Exactly right. 
Uh, hey, folks, that's the first hour. Stick around. We'll be back uh, six minutes from now after the break. Until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. So are you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios, the magswag.com studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding us through the last hour here. I do not do it all by myself. Let me go around the room real quick, introduce you to my fellow patriots on my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. I think he's there. Bueller. I think he's there. Bueller. Maybe he had a bathroom break. Bueller. He had a bathroom break. He may have. He had a bathroom break. He's not well. <laughs> let's uh, let's go to, to the left I'm side here. of the room. Oh, there he is. There he is. There. You know, these, these damn Zoom calls. <laughs> issues all, all over the place. I do appreciate the Zoom call, though, because now no, we, can, no, no. we can actually it's watch actually you. It's actually technically called. A damn Zoom call. A damn Zoom call. A yeah. damn Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> we, 
we can we can watch him as he suffers. It's it's. He, I mean, you're, now you're hooked up to the IV. I mean, trying to get fluids into you. I mean, that's a uh, good for you. You know, try and try and retain. I tried to explain to somebody that when we used to go to Vegas, we'd have IVs in our neck. Yeah, and that's because we all got taught how to put an IV on somebody, but they assumed we wouldn't if we were having to put the IV in. Yeah. They didn't have arms and legs. <laughs> so we didn't know how to put an IV in anybody but uh, through the neck. Through the neck. Like, a- no, no, no. You don't know. No. That's, well, you know, that's that's all we know how to do. It's, 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 the assumption is there's tourniquets on everything else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. So and you don't want to put a – don't put an IV below the tourniquet. You just kind of, you know. It wastes it. You know, and, and don't put a tourniquet on the neck. No. No. I mean, for some people. Pressure maybe. compressed. For some people. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's one or two I, I wouldn't you, mind. You yeah. can do a pressure dressing, but yes. not a tourniquet. No. No. Definitely not. Definitely not. Hey, on the left, the uh, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja. Please welcome him back, Attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir, and and a, and a pleasure to have you here. And I know you uh, moved some stuff around last minute when Earl came up uh, with the poopies. So uh, <laughs> uh, uh, most appreciated. Uh, um, it was just me, the fans, everybody. So. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go back through here and look through all the questions. Yeah, yeah I'm, they're, sure. They're, I'm sure there's lots of fans out there going, "Oh, goody, Kevin's back," and it's more like a God. I'm like, "Would shut up, please? He's boring me to death." <laughs> politics, politics, <laughs> politics, politics. Can we talk about guns for a minute? Let's do guns. Let's do guns. Um, in fact, let's talk guns. Uh, Arizona guns. Arizona gun sales hit a record driven by pandemic. You know, I don't think where we wherever we go. Uh, we're not going to see that there there was a record. Earl, Wait, you're... I need to understand something. Yes. If it's a perfect shot, does it go through the center of the record? And is this a thirty-three or a forty-five? Because a forty-five is easier to get a center hole shot through than a thirty-three. Because I don't think you could do anything except maybe five-five-six or twenty-two long rifle, like a six-four Creedmoor, which could be the right. Act- it's going to make too big a hole. It's going to break the record. In a, in a thirty-three, but in a forty-five. What if you, I what if I you, shot a forty-five through the middle with a forty-five? You wouldn't notice. Still wouldn't notice. If you did it right, you wouldn't notice. The only way you notice is because it would be. If you shot a forty-five yeah. with a twenty millimeter. Yeah, yeah. You might notice. Yeah, might might, might just get a little. Okay, skin. if you get that, yeah, yeah, send us a text. Send us a text. Yeah, yeah. Kevin's got a free shirt for you. I do. So <laughs> what he's wearing? It's no, a, no, no, no. I like this shirt. I'm getting this shirt. This, this is, is a good this shirt. Is my, this is my Christmas it's, shirt. This is, gonna, this is a nice shirt today, and it was very. It's most very nice. And Earl coats that she made for me. I love the waistcoat story. I know the story. I know the story. I know the story. I know the story. A little bit. 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 I love the waistcoats. In fact, for those that don't know the difference between a waistcoat and a vest, a waistcoat has lapels on it. And it has the same pattern all the way around, just Correct. like a, a, a regular coat would have. Correct. But it doesn't have sleeves. Correct. And um, and it doesn't go as far down. It stops at your waist. Yes, yes. That's hence the you know the, the title, waistcoat. Um, and I love to be around Kevin when he's wearing the waistcoats and people go, that's a very nice vest. Because it's lesson time at that point. I, I, <laughs> I, I, have, I have done that. I've done that. I, I had a judge actually look at me just before we started the hearing and he went and, he, and even in the voice he went that's a fine waistcoat you've got there <laughs> and the poor female young youthful attorney that came to that hearing had no idea and she goes was that a foreign language and I went, yeah it's pidgin gaelic 
Um, <laughs> it, uh, she was a little bit out of her element. Oh, my. Well, they were both we're two old men in the room. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we could have been in the NRA. Uh, let's see here. Two, two old fat white guys. You know, that's just that's the, that's the way the NRA goes now these days. Um, background checks for gun sales in Arizona hit their highest level ever in 2020, driven by an unprecedented convergence of a pandemic. <laughs> Of a of a of a pandemic, uh, a, you know, a summer of national unrest and a presidential election, experts say. Uh, less than a month ago in the year, six hundred and ten thousand background checks had been performed in the state of November, well over the three hundred and seventy nine three hundred seventy two thousand nine hundred done all of last year. So, listen, you got uh, Arizona, which is I, I thought everybody in Arizona already had two or three guns. I guess you got a couple. Well, of you know, since Phoenix the case and, law came out. Now they're buying guns for their California family. Oh, yeah. Giving them his gifts. That's right. That's right. Dope. Yeah, you got to you listen, you want to make the run for the border, that's fine. I'm presenting it to you here in right. Arizona where it's legal. Yeah. Uh, I don't What know, you do with it yeah. after I give it to you. It's uh it's actually probably more legal if you wanted to run that gun across the border into Mexico and then up from Mexico into California as opposed to just taking it across the Arizona border and into California. You think there's like like, you know, like a a cul-de-sac loop right there where you can just drive into Mexico for like 45 seconds and then you're back into California. Almost like a, like it'd be like a, it'd be like the cul-de-sac loophole. Yeah. Ooh, the cul-de-sac. Yeah, it it could be. It could be. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, as long as you follow the same, same path the ATF took, you know, you'd be fine. Exactly right. Yeah. It's the, you just put a sticker on your car. It says fast and furious, fast and furious. I'm going, Fast and Furious, here we go. <laughs> boy, oh boy, that's uh, that. Uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe someday somebody will do something about that. You know, I, don't, I wouldn't I don't, count I don't, on it. I don't know. I just, I don't know what it is with the ATF. You know, the guy that blew the whistle on that, they sent him to Orlando. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that's punish- the agent. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, punishment yeah, right there. That's yeah. punishment. Yeah. Um, re- ridiculousness. Yeah, what, what the ATF? You know, and we talked about him earlier. You and I talked about him last week. They're a uh, I don't like to use the word rogue agency. I th- we were calling them a fringe agency, I think it was. Uh, you know, they're just going to do things yeah. on the fringe and hope nobody notices. And then until legislators and the president come down on them and go, what are you doing? And it took it only took, you know, uh, uh, three years uh, and 11 months into his term for him to look over at the ATF. But, you know, they, they've had no director in nine, ten years now. You know, so I, I don't get it. Um, hey, listen, that's it uh, for the first segment of the program. When we get back, we're going to talk a little New York news. We're going to have uh, Miss uh, Lauren Hartnett will be joining us, so stick around. We're coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. We'll see you after the break. Hey, Kelly. And I would say that's the one I would sit outside, that little floor heater, and just sit outside with them. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites yeah. performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation. 30 seconds. This message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 14... Once again, we do have one. 725-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. So you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios, the MagSwag.com studios. Uh, I, I, I don't know if we did it. He literally has it written all over the place. I do. I, it's just that I'm a, I'm a man of uh, muscle memory, you know. I've a, and if I don't, uh, if I don't write it down, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess it up. So, uh, no, uh, no hiding that here. You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll take no, the heat for not with all these one. pink post-it notes. No. Well, a pink because you know the eye catch is pink, and it's got green walls. So it does. Yeah, it does have green walls. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's a, it's a. It's the it's the location, Bravo, the bourbon room. 
It's it's what we do here. Never on the air though. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what are we doing? Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's welcome. It's holidays. It's holiday season. We I know we said it's a Festivus miracle. Thank you for airing Kevin back with us. Uh, you know his travels were were lighter today than normal, so we got them. But um, uh, we had Christmas. We had. Uh, uh, you know, holiday and just uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. You know, we didn't we didn't even ask you what you got, uh, what your, what your good gun was for Christmas. So, you know, we'll uh, we'll maybe we'll do that next thing. We'll do that. We'll ask people what they got. You know, and that's then, a good idea. And then t- give us your address also. You know, so we can come over and shoot with you. <laughs> 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 um, hey, on the line with us we have uh, Miss Lauren Hartnett. Miss Lauren Hartnett, welcome, uh, welcome back to the program, uh, Lauren. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me back. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. You are in uh, you are in New York City, New York State. There, um, you are the uh, the owner of Athena Defense. Tell us about Athena Defense real quick, so we can get that out of the way, so I don't forget it at the end. <laughs> so uh, Athena Defense is a training company that I started that specializes in firearms training, situational awareness, and self defense, all based out of New York City, and medical training, first aid, um, CPR. So, um, you know, all the necessities. So, folks, if you're up in the Northeast uh, and you're in New York State, New York City, and you, uh, you're trying to get you some training and can't find somebody legitimate, somebody, you know, that's not, uh, you know, fly by night, uh, you go to Athena Defense. Go to Athena Defense Training. And, again, that's that's medical, too. I, I just saw you've got some, uh, some first aid or some CPR classes, I think, coming up. Yeah, I do. I actually have some CPR classes coming up next month. Um, and, of course, you know, if you're interested and you have a group of people, then I fly by, well, not fly by night, but I accommodate. <laughs> I'm very, you know, it, it, CPR, to me, CPR is one of the most important classes that I, I can do aside from the gun stuff, just because it's something that I think everybody can relate to. And at some point in their life, everybody um, should w- probably would experience a situation where they need basic first aid or CPR. So it's, it, it can legitimately save a life. Listen, I'll, coming I'll, from a first responder, so <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, you know, right out, you know, flat out before, uh, um, or should be without without the life of uh, of government service, um, uh, I've had to use CPR in the civilian capacity as you're just your standard civilian walking down the street and had to use CPR, uh, saved a life that, and, and and it was a it was a simple potassium deficiency caused arrhythmia. Guy went asystole, was gone. And uh, CPR brought him back, and the guy uh, eats a banana a day and has and had a full life 30 years later. So it's I, you need to know it. I tell yeah. people all the time, if you do not know how to treat a gunshot wound, you should not consider causing a gunshot wound. Yeah, very true. Very true. And, uh, listen, yeah, if, yeah if, very true. And if you're in the Northeast, you can go get both. You, yeah, you, you can, you can yeah. learn both. You can, you're right there in Athena Defense. So. Um, Lauren, uh, yep. let, let, let's talk New York City gun permits, uh, in, in, you know, and uh, what's going on up there. And I'm talking, first off, when I say permits, and there's there's different permits that you have uh, in, in New York City compared to around, around the country. When I say permit, I'm talking permit just to own and keep in the home, not conceal. That's a completely different deal. Correct. So, yeah, uh, we have... The, we have a, a few different ones, uh, basically every different type of class. So the most common that, um, based off of the article that has been going around from the New York Post, the most common that people have been applying for is the New York State is the New York City premise to own, basically. So it says that you can own a gun in your house, transport to and from a range or an authorized place of possession, and um, it does not give you the right to carry a gun, though. So 
but it does not give you the allowance to carry a gun in New York City. And then we also have business permits and then special armed guard permits. There's a different permit for every single thing that you want to do related to the industry. And then we actually have long gun permits also, which I still don't understand, but (laughs) I don't understand any of them. Um, Yeah, so in order to have a long gun in New York City, you have to also apply for a permit for that. Now, um, New York City is clearly a... uh a May issue uh, jurisdiction. Um, the, the whole of New York State, though, I mean, listen, I know, and I'm not talking about Long Island, let's say you get outside of Westchester County, get up in, into upstate New York. Is New York State's policy as a May issue or a shall issue? Um, it depends on the county that you go in because there's a lot of counties that are a, a May issue, and most of them are. So, I mean, I consider New York State a May issue because you really, okay. like, some of the... Yeah, some some of the requirements going behind it, like they they don't want you to they don't want you to have guns, and and they've gotten to the point where they know that they fully can't take it away because they've been trying. Right. Um, so they feel like if they make it as difficult as possible, then people will just get frustrated and not and not follow through. Uh, you know, listen. A, a brief example before we come back to the story. Uh, I, I, folks, you know, I ha- I have a family there in New York. I remember when my uh, a grandfather passed, and we were going through his house. He had a I wouldn't call it a full cache of firearms, but he had a, a decent number of firearms in his basement in New York City. And the reason he had them, he told us, was because I served in the war and uh, F them. They're not getting them from me. You know, was was basically what he said. You know, if I, I could defend my country. You're yeah. telling me I can't defend my home, you know, uh, and he never once got a permit. You know, so we uh, those those guns made may or may not have made it to Florida uh, and where they became legal guns. You know, that's so. Um, <laughs> yeah, they celebrate now. They go out to the beach and everything every once in a while. These guns are great. You know, they, they, they like the, they like the sun. They're you know, snow they, guns. They're, they're snow, but they came down in a sock, Kevin. Like you said, they, they, were, they came down in a gun sock. Funny how they walk them. away. <laughs> um, Lauren, you, you, it's 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 become very difficult. I guess New York is uh, under De Blasio and everybody else there is is a uh, is limiting access to getting the gun permits. Is what I'm getting from the story. Yeah, so, I mean, they've always taken a while. When I first applied for mine, the normal going wait in order to get your premise permit was about six to nine months. So then, because of COVID, we've had everything shut down. Everybody that was deemed non-essential as a city employee, which were technically still first responders, because up in 1PP, they are all all still police officers, but they were deemed non-essential because they weren't working in the streets. So a lot of them were given the opportunity to work at home. And it kind of backed everything up. So they didn't, they, now it's even just more extended. I know my, mo- my mother-in-law had applied for hers prior to COVID. Right. And it ended up taking her 18 months from start to finish because COVID happened in the middle of her permit process, which delayed it. So from what I've been getting, they are, even with renewals, I mean, mine's up for renewal and... I'm still waiting to hear back. I'm still waiting for, you know, and it's expired. And they're like, well, as long as you put in the application to renew, then you're fine. But I'm like, but, yeah, right. you know, try telling a cop that, like, yeah. if, if I do get pulled over, if I do get questioned, giving them my permit, and it says that it's expired, like, I'm going to just tell them to call you. <laughs> right. So um, it, it definitely makes things a little bit more frustrating because, there, there absolutely was an influx in people applying for permits in the city, and I know that because I've helped so many people fill out their applications during this process and during this during this pandemic. So 
I saw the uptick in it. I saw more and more inquiries about how do I get a gun? How do I go for training? How do I how do I learn? Is it safe to have with my family? Because again, during all of this, you had a lot of people staying home from work. You had a lot of people unsure if they were going to be able to get paychecks or if they were going to be able to keep a roof over their head or food on their table. And especially with other like cop spouses, I've noticed an influx in also because now they're like, well, you know, my husband or my wife had always had this gun in the house. I never really cared to yeah. learn how to use it, but now maybe I should because I'm home with my kids and I don't know if they're going to come after us because they know we're still getting a paycheck. So that was a huge concern for all first responders and all essential workers who were still going to work every day and getting paychecks before they, they started making all of these um, unemployment changes. It was a major concern. So people started to take the Second Amendment a little bit more um, seriously here. But unfortunately, it got to the point where they didn't understand that I, they couldn't get it now. And when yeah, I was right? trying to explain that to them, they're like, but why? I was like, because we live in New York City and you all, you know, prior to me getting involved in the advocacy, this is what happened. We lost our right to be able to get it when we should be able to get it. Like, I, I'm in danger now or I'm fearing now. I shouldn't have to wait a year and a half. What so, um, much could happen in, so much could happen in 15 minutes. Exactly. Only, oh, we only got a couple seconds left. When, when, when you're in that application process, you're waiting there 8, 9, 10 months, 18 months, where's the, where's the gun during that period? You can't get it yet. Can't get it. So it's still sitting at the dealer. It's still sitting at your dealership in a safe unless, you it's know, you still, have... It's still sitting at the store. Yeah. Can't even get it. That's crazy. That's crazy. They won't even let you touch it beforehand, so... It's, uh, Lauren, thanks for joining us. It's athenadefense.com, is that right? Yes, athenadefense.com. Athenadefensetraining.com. Athenadefensetraining.com. Uh, Miss Lauren Hartnett, thank you for joining us again. Please stay safe up there, and we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon, Mike. Thanks for having me. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program with all of the above and more selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next and how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. 
To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit WoundedWarriorProject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. One minute. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by Max Law, our land... It's on you. Marine Sergeant Garrett A. Meisner died on December 27, 2010, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Meisner, 25, of Cordova, Tennessee, was assigned to the 2nd Battalion, 9th Marines, 2nd Marine Division, 2nd Marine Expeditionary Force, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. He was killed in action in the Helmand Province, Afghanistan, while conducting combat operations. If the measure of a man is counted after he dies, more than 125 friends and family members came to the Wilson Air Center on Sunday to watch his flag-draped casket be lowered from the plane. Six Marines marched 57 steps on the tarmac to claim him. More than 50 American flags flicked in the wind, held by a motorcycle group called the Patriot Guard Riders. He survived five tours of duty, one in Africa, one on a ship in the Caribbean, and three in Iraq. He felt like God God called him to be in the military, said his mother. It was important to him to serve his country. Marine Sergeant Garrett A. Meisner, you are not forgotten. We do have Major Bill. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Kevin, that's still the correct cell. That's the right number where people can still get a hold of you. I know you're working extra with the, uh, with the other contract, but if they need you... It's still the way to get a hold of me. There it is. Um, thank you again, Kevin, for uh, sponsoring. It's, it's always been your segment, and, we, and just always indebted to you for uh, being with us since day one. Um, hey, on the line, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of the program. Please welcome back to the show, Major Bill. 
ground control to major... Bill. Gentlemen, how are we doing this week? You know, not too shabby, sir. I'm uh, I'm actually having a great time. I've got uh, uh, attorney Kevin Maxwell sitting in the studio with me. Oh, he has surfaced. Well, I can hold my breath, much like a sperm whale. <laughs> well, it's good to have you back in the uh, studio, Kevin. I know you've been uh, extremely busy as of late, but it's uh, it's uh, good to have you with us. Didn't see where you ordered your trigger yet, Bill. <laughs> the, the, the rare breed well, I, triggers. Com. Yes, yes, yes. I'll have to uh, have to get on. Well, I have to order more than one because I get I get more than one platform. I can well uh, in, put it on. There. In keeping with that, I thought I'd let you know that January 9th and tenth in Orlando there is a gun show, and I'm going to set up and be selling triggers at that show. So get there early. Oh, get there well. early. Yeah. <laughs> vote early and vote often? Vote early. Yeah, 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 yes, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. that's right. My girl says, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too much, too good. Absolutely. Well, um, you know, I, I don't want to stick with one story today because we really we have a lot going on uh, around the United States, uh, especially dealing with uh, both Nashville and New York. Uh, we, we all know about the explosion, uh, the, the, the V-bed uh, in downtown Nashville. Uh, which, uh, you know, I, you know, they definitely wanted to draw attention with uh, broadcasting that, that warning. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a sucker punch where they received the call, the shots fired, uh, which, of course, is going to draw uh, a massive law enforcement right. response in, uh, which makes me think that this was uh, kind of targeted against uh, law enforcement and first responders. Um and, you know, there's still a lot of things coming out of it. They, they've identified uh, parts of a, the remains of a, of a person uh, that they uh, found uh, on the scene there, and they're, they're working diligently. And as, as much as I like to uh, bust on uh, my federal brothers and sisters, it's, it's stuff like this that uh, when they start digging their teeth in, uh, they, they can do a really good job. So uh, wish them all the, the best in their investigation. But we tie this in uh, to... New York and NYPD, where back on December 14th, they issued an internal memo, or well, I'm sorry, it was released on uh, December 14th, but in the November, they released a memo warning their officers of uh, possible IEDs, uh, secondary explosive devices, and uh, attacks on law enforcement, both on and off duty, as well as retired uh, law enforcement officers. Hey, Major, let me, let me, so we, let me make that let me let me jump in for just a second. I want to give you my, my thought on this. I'm going, to, I'm going to hand it right back to you. I promise. Um, the Nashville incident. We're seeing some news that that building. It was the former AT and T building, and it's alleged. I have no idea. I, I, I folks, I do have I have no confirmation of this other than what I'm seeing on social media so far. And you know how much you could trust social media, but they're saying something about it being tied in with the recount in Georgia and Dominion machines again. No idea whatsoever. I do have it confirmed. It's the former AT and T building uh, that that this this happened at. Now, here's my theory, Major, because you and I have both uh, stood down V beds before uh, overseas in our in our other uniforms. Um, I, I think that looking at this, if I was doing if I was doing a um, uh, one of those FBI you know uh, uh, you know profile analyses, I would say that. The, the, the call for shots fired 
was to get the law enforcement there, and then they announced the bomb would be detonated in 20 minutes. It was almost as if they wanted to draw the law, more law enforcement in so they could get them to clear the area. Um, I don't know if that if, if that makes sense the way I'm, way I'm thinking about it. They, they wanted more first responders there so they could help ensure there would be no civilian casualties because they did put a timeline on this. And it's almost as if the bombing was a uh, a warning against property rather than against people. Uh, just just the way I, th- I thought about it, and I'm going to hand it back to you, sir. You got you got about three and a half minutes left. Yeah, well, that, that's definitely a very interesting perspective uh, to see on that. Uh, and, and like I said, I, I'm, I'm looking at both sides of the coin here where right. they're, they're drawing in uh, additional law enforcement and first responder responses, again, with the tie-in of the, uh, the Anti-Terrorism Center in New York issuing uh, their warning to NYPD officers. Uh, and then you're, you start, we're starting to see an uptick on uh, just very open and brazen assaults on law enforcement. Sure. Uh, you yeah. had the NYPD officer that was shot in the back. Yeah. Uh, Portland uh, had had an issue. We we also had another issue down in Miami, uh, where since we have the lack of consequences, the lack of punishment, right. uh, people are, are becoming very emboldened and, and brazen in in their attacks because there haven't been any consequences to uh, to their actions. Uh, but I do like your theory on, on, on the bombing. I don't know if it's a former AT&T building, because AT&T did issue a statement uh, saying that uh, their facility was damaged and that they were working to get some communications my, back on the line. My, my so mistake, know, it's, it's, it's still the uh, AT&T building, but it's the former office. It's one of the offices where everybody was outsourced to overseas, but they still own the property. Uh gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so it, that's a very interesting perspective, and... Uh, you know, it, with all the things coming out about Dominion and the different things, now we're talking, uh, I think George is talking, they're not even going to have their results uh, before the certification date. Uh, <laughs> so there, there's a lot of mass confusion going on, and I think people are taking advantage of it and not in a good way. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I, I, and I will say this, that, listen, in Nashville, um, whether whether it was because they, they had the, the, the shots fired or not, those, 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 those first responders down there, I mean that that was it was a ghost town inside of the ten minutes. They they had that entire entire place evacuated, uh, you know, to to get to get out of there. I do want to say, uh, and we only got about a minute left. I did hear somebody say that um, how come the bomb squad didn't go in and deactivate it before it blew up? Can you can you elaborate on that? What a bomb squad really does? <laughs> I because fifteen minutes is not enough time. Uh, you know, it's having them respond out, suit up. Surveil it, evaluate it, use all the different techniques. You're talking hours upon hours. Uh, so if you have a, a situation like this where they have 15, 20 minutes to do something, uh, the, the bomb squad guys are barely getting out of bed uh, in 15, 20 minutes to respond out uh, w- with a situation like that. Yeah, unless you're like an LAPD or an NYPD, there is no full-time bomb squad. There is no full-time SWAT team. Those are those are specialty things. Um and even so, in the, in the bomb unit, there's no such word as the word rush. We'll wait hours. We'll evacuate. Right. We'll, we'll throw gear at it, and we'll, we'll let it blow with the controlled detonation. We're not in. We're not about cut the red wire before the blue wire. Nothing like that. Right, right. Yeah, and, and nobody's going to be there. You know, grab the cat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Lethal weapon is not a documentary. Yeah. Lethal weapon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. 
But yeah, so that's uh, it's really interesting to see what uh, what's going to come out of all this, and uh, maybe we can follow up with it next week. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, until uh, until next week, though, please, uh, please, sir, please, sir, please be safe. Absolutely, all my brothers and sisters in blue. Remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, watch your six. It was Arms from Radio Company Live from the MagSwag.com studios. The guys will see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the MagSwag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. So are you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios, the MagSwag.com studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. If you uh, if you're not familiar with the MagSwag.com, uh, it's it's for AR rifles. Uh, you have your your Magpul magazines. Uh, this is this is where they're working on right now. Any design you have, it doesn't matter if it's a uh, you know standard sports team or something funny you saw. They've got uh, you know we talked to Casey from uh, from the MagSwag last week. I think 250 on file, but any design you have, they'll put on there, and it's a full color design on your on your pistol uh excuse me on your magazine for your for your ar rifle or pistol it just um 
it's just you know it's perfect it's it's it, the way they do it i don't i don't know how they do it, it, it I, I went over there and watched the machine i'm pretty sure it's magic i'm pretty sure that's how it works because <laughs> it's like a full color laser you know to, and i know that's not real so I, I don't know they got me they got me they got me uh figured out there it's a proprietary technology yeah you kind of like the rare breed uh triggers yeah it's a, well it's not it's well patented. it's just patented yeah yeah patented. yeah um, Kevin, you're going to be at the the gun show in uh, Orlando at the Orlando Fairgrounds. Yep. When's that going to be? May 9th and tenth. May May ninth and tenth. No, I'm sorry. January ninth. Ja- January 9th and tenth. I don't know 10th. why I keep coming up with May. I don't. Well, you may be there on January. I may 9th be and 10th. there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll be there, but it'll be January 9th and tenth. January 9th <clears> and tenth. You will get yourself a uh, a trigger like uh, like no other. Listen, let me let me point this out. Then we'll jump into some other part of the, some other topics and stuff like that. Um, the normal procedure that atf likes people to follow now this is not in writing by the way this is not a u.s code this is not a standard remember we talked about folks when atf just comes up with their own ideas atf has decided over the years that if you have a new product they want you to contact them first and they want to take a look at it and let you know if it meets their approval or not kevin is that anywhere in the law no but why do people do it? Because they're scared of the ATF telling them no after they've gone into production and spent money on manufacturing. Um, maybe uh, those companies were not as fortunate enough to have the, the, the brilliant legal minds and uh, 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 gun minds uh, that, that you have and you've assembled over there at Rare Breed, but uh, you guys didn't go that route. No, because ours is a semi-automatic trigger. Yeah, it's it's there's nothing technologically dubious about what it does. Right. We're not at the cusp of whether it is or well, you know, this is a 16 inch barrel, but it's 16th and one millimeter. Yeah. And sometimes because of tolerance stack ups and how deep the threads go, it might be 15 millimeters. Yeah. No, it, no, it's not. No, it's a semi-automatic trigger that goes in a semi-automatic firearm that fires in a semi-automatic mode. There's no selector that you flip to full auto right. and then it fires faster. Right. It, it, it's safe and semi-auto. Your finger decides how fast the firearm fires, just like your finger decides how fast the firearm fires with any semi-automatic trigger. Exactly right, yeah. Right. There's no difference. It's a semi-automatic trigger. The... Um uh, the the ATF they uh, they uh, they made any phone calls yet? They've they had any conversations? Send you any any notices in the mail? No notices in the mail. I, I got a visit from somebody who wanted to buy a trigger for cash at my law office, and when <laughs> I walked downstairs, the look on their face was abject terror. <laughs> Apparently, they didn't realize that they had seen me before. Right, right. And they had seen me before at a hearing at the ATF offices in Orlando with the director of the ATF for Florida. Right, right. And I called him on it. Right. And he he feigned disbelief. Yeah. And then I reminded him right before he left that his billing address and shipping address when he purchased his trigger online needed to be the same. Yeah. Right. Uh, you can't use a different shipping and billing address. We don't we don't cotton to that. Uh, there are questions that you have to answer yep. in order to get the checkout, and one of those questions is that you understand this is a non-refundable, non-returnable trigger. Right. Uh, we don't want people taking them and then trying to bootleg the engineering and come yeah. up with their own design. Yeah. 
that uh, there is a release and waiver that you're responsible for the way you use this trigger and that you need to seek training if you do not understand the function of a firearm that can file with that kind of cyclical rate and that you're a U.S. citizen. Yeah. No shenanigans where, you know, you're trying to buy this and ship it to your friends in, you know, Cuba or right. you know, Egypt. This is still a regulated item under ITAR. It's a yeah. it's a firearms part, and you can't export a firearms part. Um, and sales have been brisk, uh, but we have still have triggers available, and we're still having triggers manufactured. I would love. And, I, and, I, when, I, and when I say we, uh, this is a royal we. There's yeah. no there's no other we's except uh, my my uh, very expensive president. <laughs> my very expensive president uh, Lawrence yes yes, yes. Um, um, from who's also with the uh, rare breed firearms right yeah. and that was I it, don't ever flip a coin with a guy with an Italian last name <laughs> it's, it's not it's yeah. you know, you're gonna lose yeah. yeah and so he got to pick the name yeah exactly right exactly I had something else in mind completely right uh, I was gonna call it the AR-14 I love it the AR-14 trailer, I love it. And, I love it. and that was the the name on the original documents that yeah. got passed around and and then we had a little discussion, and he said, "We'll flip a coin," and I lost. So, you know why? Uh, you know why Italians don't like uh, Jehovah's Witnesses? No, Italians don't like any witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> just a, oh my God! Just a little pat I on the back for. Uh, <laughs> I should have gotten that one coming <laughs> for uh, for Lawrence there, my friend. Um, the uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so go get one. Um, um, they're they're watch the video as soon as you watch the video. As soon as you watch the first uh, couple of seconds of the video, you're going to uh, want one. And well, that's why watch... it says buy here. Yeah. All the way down, <laughs> up and down. So just buy it now. And then when you watch the rest of the video, the second half, you're going to want Kevin autograph something for you. Cause... Well, they, they, everybody asks me, how is this legal? It's it's a semi-automatic trigger. Yeah. yeah watch the, the video. The dwell time and the reset time are just reduced, but it's still a semi-automatic trigger. It's still a semi-automatic yeah. trigger. It's wonderful. It just resets. Super quick. There's nothing different than we do right now with um. If you buy a ghost uh, reset trigger for Glock, it, it sets the reset time. Now it's a different platform, obviously, and it's it's not as well. But maybe that was the first step too. The, the, you know, the Sig it, it, Blackwater, the Sig Tactical, they both have, and, and they're basically the same gun. They just stopped branding them right. Blackwater. It has a fast reset trigger. The the reset distance and time to reset the trigger for the next follow up shot is a much shorter distance than on the standard variant 226. Yeah. So it, the only thing is that we found a way to do that same thing in an AR-15 platform, and we didn't leave it, we, we left it out of the hands of the shooter to some degree to how quickly the trigger would reset. You have control over how fast you pull the follow-up shot. So you can pull the follow-up shot immediately, you can pull the follow-up shot Thursday. Right. But how fast the trigger resets is up to the laws of physics. Yeah. That's it. There you go. So check that out. It's rarebreedtriggers.com. Rarebreedtriggers.com. Kevin will be at uh, the Orlando. It's a Central Florida gun show on uh, January 9th and 10th. Right. You see him there. He'll have a little sign up. It'll say the lawyer is in. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> you love that sign. <laughs> yeah, love you love that sign. Uh, Snoopies. Um, so, so, so check him out. Um, Hey, listen, um, everybody, uh, you know, they got a new gun, um, and it's your first gun, or it's not your first gun, it's your 10th gun. Um, you need to be paying attention to the rules of safety. There was a, there's been a couple of incidents that I've already seen 
around the country where people have been shot and been killed showing off their new guns. Uh, First thing you do before you handle any gun is clear all firearms before handling. (laughs) There there used to be a gun store that Kevin and I know where you'd walk in and it said clear all firearms before handling. And our response was, how do you do that? I'm not a Jedi, sir. I don't know how to (laughs) technically do this. I'm just a... I'm just a bounty hunter. Um, four rules of firearm safety. Every gun is always loaded. If you remember just the first one, every gun is always loaded, you'll be good. Okay? Number two, never point a gun at anything you aren't willing to destroy. Remember that one, you're good. Keep your finger off the trigger until your sights are on your target and be sure of your target and what's behind it. Remember all those rules. If you can only remember one, every gun is always loaded and you won't have that problem. Kevin, uh, folks, until next week, uh, uh, folks, until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. All right, folks, here we go. Instead of commercials, we've got some classic arms room radio Christmas promos for you. And now a Christmas greeting from Arms Room Radio. Hey, Mike. Hey, Earl. What are y'all doing? Oh, hey, Kevin. Uh, we're working on a Christmas promo. You're working on a Christmas promo without me? Um, You're working on a Christmas promo without me. Uh-huh. Let's hear it. Okay. Three, two, one. All I want for Christmas is a two, two, three, and maybe a three, oh, eight. What do you think, Kevin? No 40 cal? Uh, whoops. Merry Christmas to everybody from Arms Room Radio. All I want for Christmas is a two, two, three, some two, two, three, some two, two, three. All I want for Christmas is a two, two, three, and some 40 cal for Kevin. Second Amendment uh, right. Arms Room Radio, Arms Room Radio. Hey, was that Colonel Allen West? This current administration wants to, uh, you know, undermine and to infringe upon the uh, the Second Amendment. Up on a rope. Pope, are we having the Pope on? Oh, we don't have the Pope this week. I thought we had, thought we had the Pope. Nope, he's not available. Alright. Arms Room Radio, Arms Room Radio, still waiting for the Pope. 
I walk with a pack around my neighborhood all the time. My neighbors think I'm it's the same person. It's a spare tire. Arms Room Radio, Arms Room Radio. Kevin gave me soap on a rope. It's not a spare tire. It's it's a rate. I'm dragging it. It counts. <laughs>